Burbank for the touchdown. Burbank, the rookie from Boomer. He grew up in Garfield, New Jersey, 10 minutes from Giant Stadium. You're talking about a kid who is just all heart. Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. And welcome back to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett. Wayne Corbett. I think I said uh, rain, Wayne, because it's raining today, a uh, day after the first snowstorm of the year. I mean, did you guys get hit with that, too? No, no, just, just the dusting. But we lost lost power. So uh, it's about the worst part of it, you know. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Man, I mean, we got um, I mean, it wasn't crazy, but we just got a few inches, maybe three, four or five inches. Gotcha. Uh, but Compared to PA, where I grew up, you know, in the mountains, this is nothing living in Jersey yeah. with the snow. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch too much of the uh, college game. Uh, what, what, what's your thoughts? I know we're going to get into the draft of this mm-hmm. uh, quarterback from Washington. Uh, he makes good decisions. He's smart. Right. I just don't like his arm. Right. Yeah, I, don't I don't like, like his arm. motion or anything, but uh, on that topic – uh, I know we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, the big topic. We'll get into that. But uh, mm-hmm. that was a question I asked. Have, have we seen Zach Wilson's last pass uh, thrown as a Jet? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I mean, listen, some of the stuff this year, the report, you know, he didn't want to play. Whatever. It, I still think it's not a if there's smoke, there's fire kind of thing. I, I yeah. think it just makes all the sense in the world. You know, Rodgers is going to play beyond 2024. He says he said even two or three more years recently on McAfee, either McAfee or one of the end of year uh, pressers that I wasn't there for. So trading Wilson, giving him a fresh start it is probably going to happen, I would say. Yeah. Well, Rogers, I mean, he's, this is a whole topic in himself. You know, <laughs> yeah. Know Did you hear the Jimmy Kimmel stuff? Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm sick of the uh, not weekly, the daily or hourly updates on anything in his life like i want him yeah. to come play but just stop just can we talk about something else can we hey, talk about man Reese? Yes. can we talk about garrett can we talk about the defense um yep. this is interesting we've got some people i haven't seen that are in the uh chat good comments uh yeah, they want to uh, wrap Diamonds up a wonderful yeah. season eagle eagle fang in there of course uh what is early comments and what is he saying he, he said um how do you feel when Robert Salas said the O-line coach did a great job this year? Yeah. Um, well. For what he had. <laughs> exactly. And here's the thing. Another note that that ties us into the whole coaching staff is coming back. There might be a few exceptions here and there. Yeah. But that was evident, you know, from two weeks ago. And it's been cemented. You know, Joe Douglas did his end of year presser recently. I think it was yesterday. Uh, you know, Keith Carter is the O-line coach's name. It's tough to evaluate. I mean, when you lose yeah. pretty much every starter, it's tough. And look at the Dolphins, Wayne. Yeah. World beaters. Going to win the AFC East. What happens? Their O-line gets hurt. 
they lose two or three guys and they have plummeted and then lost yeah. the division. Now they got to go to KC in what's going to be five degree weather this weekend. Yeah, I saw that. So, uh, yeah, as far as the coaches, my feeling, so, you know, is, um, you know, they came out and not that they punted the season or uh, I guess you could say they got, a, you know, a mulligan. Um, it's tough when your whole, you know, everything revolves around your quarterback who's gone in four plays. Um, you know, you want to see better results, but um, it's like you said, it's kind of kind of tough, but um, they are officially on the hot seat. You know, this is this is the year it's, you know, playoffs or, super, you know, a deep run in the playoffs or I can see them kind of clearing house. And I wouldn't I wouldn't blame the Johnson family. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, they invested everything into uh, Aaron Rodgers and we'll see if it pays off next year. Yeah. And with Rodgers, the positives are immense when bringing them in. But, you know, when you dance with the devil, they're going to be negatives. There's going to be. You know what he brings in terms of the McAfee show and off the field, but even more yeah. so, the offense is tailor, tailored to him in a yeah. way where it's tough to duplicate with any other quarterback, yeah. you know, because Hackett and him already had something there. So trying yeah. to replace him, you know, four snaps in is not easy. It's not a it's not as easy as people think, basically. Yeah. I know. It's just, you know, you, you got to be able to adjust to the to your personnel and this and that. We go we go back and forth. Even uh, it, on. I'm I'm uh, listen. I agree with you on that too. Like the, yeah. it's not a black and white thing. Like it's nuanced, and they did a terrible job. They could have done yeah. a much better job. But when looking at Rodgers compared to a different guy in a different yeah. system, it's much harder. I, I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Hackett Hackett makes me miss Lafleur. That's bad. <laughs> hey, look at the Rams, man. The Rams are in the playoffs with Lafleur. As the OC. Listen, you know, they, the, people go, coaches go other places and quarterbacks go other places and players go other places and succeed. Um, sometimes it's just coincidence. Sometimes people don't like playing New York. It's a little, uh, a little harder, but um, yeah, uh, here, here's, here's a topic that I want to get into. And, you know, I listen to the fans and I, you know, I agree with a lot of things they say. I'm a fan myself. But uh, people oh complaining say all oh, the Jets find a way to eat, mess up more. They win the game; it doesn't matter, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they're going to lose. You know all as a draft pick because they move back to t- number ten. Listen, <laughs> as a player, you try to win every game. There's no like looking ahead like oh we should throw this game. So that's one thing I hate is people to say they should have lost on purpose. That's not a thing. No, you know, don't ever expect that. Don't ever wish for that because no player is ever going to like not win on purpose. So I'm glad they won. I'm glad they ended the season that way. But, uh, you know, they got the 10th pick instead of what, the eighth. So it is what it is. They ended the season, right? You said it perfectly. I mean, the the same reason why the ratings, the NFL is king in the ratings department and smash every other league is the same reason why every game counts. Yeah. It, it just 17 games a year. Every it's the longest off season. Every game is precious, no matter what. So, um, they snapped the streak against New England. Uh, what was the final? 17 three. How about this? Brees Hall, 37 touches on the game. Yeah, like throwback. You know what I said? Um, I'm not going to come on here. The worst thing it's over. Season's over. Thank yeah. God. Uh, and and. It's not me thinking that. It's everybody in the building. It's just, you know, it was a tough year. You know, whatever bad could happen, happened. Uh, that's part of it. But we can't sit here and say, well, where was that all year? 
<laughs> why wasn't he getting 30 carriers? Or why wouldn't we run in this defense? Or why wasn't this guy doing that? Let's not even think about that. Let's let's just concentrate on the positives, like Brees. Uh, I see Garrett Wilson switched his number back to his. Yes, yes, I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah, um, which is I've funny, even asked you in the past. It. I've even asked you in the past. Would you have stuck with three if the rules allowed you to back then? I, yeah, probably. I probably would have. I mean, that was my number. I always like having a single digit number, but yeah. um, you know, in the comments are I love Garrett Wilson. He's so talented. You know, oh man, I just bought my son a, a, a you know number seventeen jersey Wilson for Christmas. Or oh, I just got his jersey. This and that. Yeah. Um, for 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 people who know, he he already had told people he's switching after the year. Oh yeah, he told everyone in the summer. Yeah. So he took, yeah. and you know now they're saying, well, 17's free. Who's number seventeen? Devontae That's a good question. Oh, oh, you're getting it. You're getting Jets fans stirred up right now. Yeah, but let me tell you something. The person who wore number five this year was my MVP. Morstead. Number five this year. That was my MVP of the team. Yeah, it, it, it's a good choice. I mean, him, who else? Quincy Williams. Yeah. Um, but he, he he tailed off at the end a little bit. I'm talking about, Morse, I'm talking about Morstead. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. I'm yeah. trying to think of other candidates, but Morstead's at the top of the list. Dude, Easily. He's him and his airline. I mean, geez. But um, yeah, Garrett, you're talking about Garrett, like Brees, special, so special. Garrett, uh, only gonna get better with you know somebody on the other side. Um, and if they brought Devontae in, forget it. Um, yeah. yeah, let me see that right there. Brees, uh, the kid from Pitt didn't do much. I know he had a fumble yeah, on the Yeah, this is for, for those watching on YouTube, it's not gonna help listening, but I'm showing you a current depth chart, an off-season depth chart, to see what they have at each position. And this little alarm emoji means they're in, they're going to be a free agent this summer. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're light there. We're light there. You know, receiver, uh, tight end. I think we're good. Conklin's really good. Rockert's coming on. Azuma, tight end. Uh, so Pittman, Vera Tucker. You know, there's there's some young talent there, but we need. We might need a couple starters, but we need like a couple backups too. Like, yeah, like they need to try to guys. field. They need to try to field two starting offensive linemen. Oh, lines. Kind of like what they have with the defense. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah. They have like yeah. four edge rushers. They have you know guys rotating on, on the line. Uh, yeah, so true. You know, Huff. They gotta. They gotta find a way to resign. That's Huff. gonna be. It's gonna be interesting because yeah. the the money is gonna be tight. Yeah, and I agree with you. Because yeah. and look at the old line, by the way. They Connor McGovern, the, the guy's not even starting. Connor McGovern, Schweitzer, it's just such a shame everyone got hurt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Huff, they gotta resign Huff because they're gonna have Jermaine, JFM, Quentin Williams, Quentin Jefferson would be nice to get back, but they have to have Huff. McDonald and McDonald stepping up next year, too. Dude, yeah, you know, I'm looking at this and listen, they're always gonna say it was a big, big miss on zach and mm. it's understandable they can't argue it you know it's just it is what it is it was a bust fine but look at look it came out of that draft last year yeah. sauce garrett and Brees. then breeze what he did and then you got jermaine johnson yeah. dude that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that that might be the best draft um class ever by a team <laughs> I, I mean and they got other picks the guys that played i mean that that is crazy. It, was Michael Carter in that draft too? No, was Carter was Michael Carter the second. 
Yeah, it was the one before. And don't forget about Ashton Davis. I mean, he has yeah. flown under the radar, Ashton Davis, in that first draft, third-round yeah. pick. Uh, Makai went first. And Makai played 16 games. I tipped my cap to him. Too yeah. many penalties, too many sacks. But at very least, he played 16 games. I don't expect him to be back unless he takes – the only wild card there is him and Rodgers yeah. have a good relationship. So maybe he takes less to come back on a yeah. one-year prove-it deal. That would be the best hope. Um but you can't rely on them. That's one thing. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Jermaine they Johnson, got talent, Cunha, dude. They got talent. Mosley, uh, Sauce, Reed. I mean, they, these guys are signed, man. These you keep this group together. I know them, you know, they're talking 85 Bears or the you know the Ravens yeah. team, and you know, yeah. they got they got uh you know some big plays against them, but I don't know. It's just everything was messed off with the amount time of possession with the offense and we couldn't get off the field on third down. We couldn't stay on the field on our third down. It's just, you know, they did the that's best why, they could the defense. That's why it's so frustrating, and it's probably the most frustrating season for Jets fans of all time. Yeah, uh, That and 99, those are the two at the top. Yeah. It's because the team, like every GM, every franchise strives to have a young nucleus under contract like the Jets do. Yeah. Like, that's the goal. So yeah. the fact that you have that and then you come out with this season, that's what makes you pull your hair out. Yeah. You know what, though? I was just saying to my son, like, you know, w- you know, what do we do in Aaron? Oh, he's going to come back next year, maybe another year. But, like, we, we can't be, like, one, two, and then that's our window. Like, we had to build and, yeah. you know, consistency and longevity and, like, you know, become a, a major factor in the league. Not for the next two years, but the next – Tenure, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Like some of these to keep these keep the core of this team together. If they keep this defense together and they get the offense right, you know, we're right there. Yeah. And I wouldn't worry too much about that. I think Douglas, and even in the first few seasons, like he wasn't going crazy in free agency. Why? Because he kind of knows don't go crazy in free agency until you have the nucleus first. Then you know, you know what's under contract, how to do the salary cap. So I do see patience from them, but it's at the point where they have to win now, the way the cap is. So I agree with you. you got to be careful. You've got to be very careful about not doing anything too drastic. Yeah, I'm going to look at uh, some of these these, uh, comments. Um, uh, Oh, yeah, I want to ask you the fall off. If Alt was the top guy, um, the kid from Notre Dame, the, the tackle, yeah. Is there a big fall off to the second and third guy, the kid from Penn State and the kid from Oregon State? Is yeah, it, for is sure. That massive difference if we get Fashanu, one of them. Right now, Alt and Fashanu are like neck and neck at the top. Yeah. But and yeah, I would one, say, one of them should be not not all probably. Yeah, I think I, I think Jets fans would feel happy with any of those any of the top three. Yeah. Uh let's pull up a mock draft because I haven't looked at one in a while. Yeah. Here we go. Um, Eagle Fang, always always good. Uh, Garrett Wilson's comments are alarming. He said in his best season, all caps, that he had the worst year of his life. Um, yeah. You know, it's not about, you know, always about personal uh, statistics and this and that. You know, when you go through a losing season like that, it kind of like takes away from, uh, uh, you know, the personal stuff. I mean, it's nice if you get – honors or pro bowl and stuff like that. But uh, I don't blame him for saying that. This is a tough year. It's a tough thing to go through. All right. The giants, you got the giants taking all. Oh, and then yeah, this Titans is USA today. 
USA Today, Alt to the Giants, Fashanu to Tennessee, Dallas Turner, Alabama stud, um, to the Falcons at eight. Why do they have us taking a tight end? Brock Bowers. That's interesting. It, it, it's, it would be stupid. Um, That's interesting. He's, special. He's, he's a special dude for sure. And yeah, could, could they use, could they use a, a, a stud legit tight ends who could catch it? Yes. And he could be that yeah. second option, but not before O-line. No way. Yeah, but they got money invested in Conklin and Zuma. Ruckert's, you know, young. I like Yobo um, too. I, I mean, Yobo is, I think, an under the radar guy. All right, Albert White. What do we have to give up for Devontae? I mean, oh, geez. What's his contract now? We got to look at his contract. Um, it, it depends. First is Antonio Pierce staying. That's a big thing. They're saying, because, um, what am I talking about for that? He could he he could get that job. He's he's good. I know he was in um Arizona State with Herm. I know Herm uh mm-hmm. wrote highly of him. What do you think about Belichick? Maybe Vrabel coming back to be the head coach. I wouldn't be shocked. If Vrabel winds up the head coach of the Pats, I would not be shocked. That'd be like, pretty that, cool. That firing it seems more I'm not convinced it's a true firing by Tennessee. I think maybe Vrabel knows where he's going next, and he kind of played games. Yeah. You know, I'm holding out judgment on that right now. So we'll see what happens with Belichick and the Pats. But my gut is telling me Belichick's going to leave. Well, I don't know if he's going to go somewhere else. But uh, to answer the question, was it Belichick or Brady? I think Mm. it's going towards Brady was the reason. Uh, A little bit more than Belichick. Yeah, and listen, Belichick's one of the greats of all time, but you know he needs a GM as well. Like his personnel decisions are just horrible, horrendous. Yeah. Um, Devontae Adams, by the way, is under contract since twenty twenty six. You know, it uh, again, it all depends on who the coach is. Is Pierce staying? He's already thirty one. He's probably going to be thirty two by the time he plays next year. I don't know when his birthday is, so. It, I'm yeah. not giving up a first-round pick for him. No way. No chance. Yeah. Um, uh, C-Moon, Garfield, born to love you, Wayne. C-Moon, I wonder if you went to Garfield High School. Let me know if you went to Garfield High School. Garfield, um, who was the mascot? Who was your guys' mascot? <laughs> Boilermakers. Boilermakers. <laughs> we're named after a drink. In There's a Jersey. lot of bars in Garfield. <laughs> yeah, that there is. <laughs> Uh, what are they saying? Yeah, they're talking. People are talking about Bowers. Uh, sign and trade him. Huff. Nah, do you, do you sign that kid? You keep him. Yeah, no, you can't trade. It, it, How old is Quincy? Quincy's mid twenties too, right? Quincy's a little older than we think. He's like 26, 27 at this point. Um, he got a late start in the NFL in terms of getting a chance. He's twenty seven. Okay, so. He's got, you know, he's still got time, but he's not, you know, one of these young books like Garrett Wilson or Brees. Yeah. Um, Thomas Gutman basically was saying um, about taking Garrett and guys like that out uh, when the game didn't mean much in the second half. I think, you know, I think he got a, he got a head injury or something like that. Yeah. You know what? Jabril Peppers. Because you, you, you know, you, you want the, 
the team to win and let the, let the players ride it out um, and end on the field, you know, especially during a victory. You want to be on the field in that a victory formation, taking the knee. Um, so, yeah, you, you know, hindsight, you could say, yeah, they should have took him and Brees and stuff out, but, you know, it's uh, – it, It's the last game of the season, too. You know, he did, he's got time to recover. <laughs> yeah. And these guys are going for a thousand yards. Garrett Wilson eclipsed it. He might have had a thousand going into the game. Brees Hall fell six yards short of a thousand. So there's no question he was going for it. Yeah. Look at this from Eagle Fang. Do you feel if Woody Johnson had a promise that Jim Harbaugh was coming to the Jets, would he keep Robert Sala? Uh, that's an impossible question to answer. I think. A lot has to do with Joe Douglas and Aaron Rodgers on that, but Jim Harbaugh's not coming to the Jets. No, <laughs> no, he's uh, we're fine. We're fine. Um, would given an, another year to see, um, you know. And I've complained not so much about you know the thing that Sal had a problem with. It's just you know, it's, it's sometimes it's just the emotion's not there, and sometimes it's great, and it's the energy's contagious. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it, it, I think they show him the worst possible times, or <laughs> penalties, or turnovers, or whatever else, when he's just kind of like glazed over. But uh, when he gets fired up, you know the uh, you know the players the players follow that. It's contagious. But um, yeah, it, yeah, he's uh, he, him and Douglas are the right duo to lead that team. Yeah, I agree. It's like I have questions about the coach and the strategy, but I would not make a change. It just doesn't make sense to. Yeah. You've got to run it back. Uh, yeah, uh, there's another Bowers. one I just saw too. Brock Bowers. He's yeah. a fullback, tight end, and receiver all in one. How good is his blocking? I'm not sure about Bowers yet in terms of blocking. I know he's he's an animal. Like he's rabid. His motor is high, but I don't know. How his blocking will transit to the NFL yet? That's the one Dude, thing. He could run after the catch. That's for sure. What was going to say? Uh, I'm glad we haven't talked about Rodgers for the last 20 minutes. I'm not talking about him. I said his name. <laughs> I'm, I want to make a point saying we're not talking about him. Who? Mr. Rodgers? Uh, uh, Fang, no one pressed Joe Douglas hard in the media when Douglas was talking about adversity. How come he was not on the phone before and after? Why did – Basically, his point is, why did he not sign a backup quarterback? He was asked that. I forgot who it was that asked him that. Um, but his answer was pretty much, hey, we had a backup quarterback, but the plan didn't work. Listen, I can. they had a plan B, which they had to put in effect after four plays. But they didn't have a plan C. You know, they should have immediately found. I mean, you look at the guys. You look at Flacco. You look at Minshew. You look at. Uh, you look at all these guys who came in. You got five quarterbacks that played for the Browns. Um, they should have brought someone in immediately. And when the line, offense line went down, especially in the bye week, they should have just brought in a half dozen guys. Dobbs. Uh, that was Dobbs. my big problem is that, you know, at that point, they were still playing meaning, meaningful football. Um, and I think that really hampered them. They should have, like, you know, made the big push or made a move or made a trade um, and not just went with what they had because, you know, obviously it didn't work. Yeah, and, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where they go from here. Oh, here are the needs. Huff, what's going to happen with him? Because if they lose him, they got to sign. They got to get another edge rusher somewhere. Yeah. 
O-line, obviously, and that second receiving threat behind Garrett Wilson. And, and third. And third. In, in the ideal world, in my mind, you push Garrett Wilson to the slot. And you have bigger bodies on the outside. I'm going all in for Mike Evans. As long as you feel comfortable with him after meeting him, that he's okay and he's not going to break down at his age, I'm going all in for Mike Evans if it's not crazy money. Thousand thousand yards receiving every year is or, you know, I was looking at some of these stats of these receivers. Oh my god, that kid from the Rams, the Puka kid. Yeah, yeah. uh, fifteen hundred yards and um just oh yeah, I was looking at the um snubs for Pro uh, Pro Bowl. And they, you know, they were like CD Lamb, um, why didn't he make and I'm like, where the hell dude, you see CD Lamb's numbers? I didn't I didn't even know I I was like you know, uh, Mari St. Brown, all these guys, man. I'm like, Jesus. Brown didn't these, these either. I didn't even know this. Like, I'm not, that's how plugged in, not plugged in I am to the Pro Bowl. I did not know that. Dude, I was like looking at some of the stats, you know, Brees, you know, uh, all purpose yards. Um, yep. uh, Quincy, yeah. Quincy was the big sub um, for yeah. Jet for the Jets players. They were shouting Quincy's name. You know what though, when you're you have that record, you know, when you have a team that's you know a good record, they're taking, you know, their secondary yeah. players, not even their main players. But uh yeah. you know what it's year someone told me uh, about the Pro Bowl, you know, it's a popularity contest. You make it two years after you're supposed to and you're in it two years, you know, when you yes. should have been out of it. It's just you know, it is it is it's what so it is, you know. After games, you know, people meet they're meeting at midfield and campaigning and I never did that in my, my best year and maybe that would have helped, but uh um, Yeah, you got you got absolutely hosed in ninety eight. In ninety eight. So uh but uh yeah. Um I just like these stories in, in the league. Did you see this kid from um the kicker, the place kicker for the Cowboys? Oh Brandon Aubrey, Aubrey? Dude, he ended up thirty five for thirty five. Yeah, he he was on my he was on two of my fantasy teams. I have three fantasy teams. He was on two of them. I just Ooh. took a chance on him because he's from Notre Dame, and I and I love Notre Dame. So I worked out five or thirty five and like six or seven or seven from fifty. That's the kind yeah. of stuff I love, man. And he was like played soccer, um right? soccer. He played soccer and um you know um like one of the uh, MLS teams. Yeah, yeah, he was. He hasn't been a place kicker for a while uh, since yeah. college most likely and just came back and great job by jerry jones and the cowboys there because certainly helped my fantasy team by the way i lost my fantasy hometown fantasy league championship all i needed was seven and a half points from justin jefferson <laughs> so you think you got it in the bag right right nope. right they, they instead of starting um mullins they start jaron hall and they can't do anything all night right yeah, son of a bitch. Dude, the best thing about um betting um player props, I took anybody who needed uh statistics for incentives or anybody who got snubbed for Pro Bowl. You know, Marcin Brown touchdown, Puka touchdown, uh uh Hopkins, DeAndre anybody who needed these stats got them. Uh if you just paid attention to it. Yep. And Jefferson, to that point, Jefferson, after being frustrated and, and shut down, went off for like 35 fantasy points this past That's weekend. Eagle Fang, another, another. Uh, who has better hands, Evans or Devontae? Um, uh, I have to Evans say Devontae. It's close. 
But that's yeah. him to Devontae. Evans is more – he's a good 50-50 guy. Devontae makes some crazy catches. Uh, Route-wise, Devontae is, you know – He's the best in the league. To Evans. Route, Devontae is the best in the league. And spectacular catch, it's probably Devontae. But high point and red zone, Evans by far. Yeah. Devontae's routes and um, Jefferson routes and Diggs routes, some of these guys. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Diggs is good too. Here's right. a good thing. <clears throat> Tag Huff and trade him for Devontae. Would they tag Huff? I mean, do, who would be – who's our franchise player possibly? would? So they can tag him, and it's going to be on the table as an option, but the problem with tagging Huff is that franchise money is dependent upon a percentage of the highest paid guys at that position. Right. And it's tough to tag an edge guy because they get paid a ton of money. Yeah. So you'll be overpaying for him for one year. It's an option. Yeah. But I don't know if they'll be able to pull it off. That's why it was no big deal. Giants tagging like Saquon or something like that. Correct. The, the running backs, they're not, you know. Correct. Um, that was another thing. Some of these players, you know, Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. as far as like, you know, um, sometimes it's by committee, you know, running back stuff like that. That kid is. He's a, that kid is phenomenal. I played against his dad, who was good. But um, oh yeah, that kid and, and McCaffrey was really good, man. He was underrated too. Yeah, he made the he really made those Denver offenses go because you knew about Sharp, you knew about um, Rod Smith, Rod Smith, and yeah. Terrell Davis, but McCaffrey was that guy. I would have to say in that year '98 that the top duos was. McCaffrey, Rod Smith, me and Keyshawn. That was probably mm-hmm. you know we're probably the top two or three or two or five. Um, that was a, I, I yeah, think had, so. Yeah. Minnesota too. Chris Carter, Randy Moss, they're up yeah. there. Uh, Jacksonville had a good duo too. McCardell, Jimmy Smith. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, yeah. That's probably for the top five right there. Yeah. Uh, I still think the best I, I saw Santana at the Washington game. Yeah, did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I go see him. Um, and uh, he's uh, you know, he's wearing all the maroon and gold, he's got the uh, the Washington hat on, the Washington scarf on. He in the, in the jet suite, I was like, he, was, he wasn't representing the team, so he stuck to the Washington organization, basically. Yeah. Well, you know, also he, he does work for them and podcasts and stuff like yes. that. But uh, it was yes. funny. We're laughing. It's interesting but, how that happens with players because he did have an evenly split career pretty much yeah. with, with the Jets in Washington. It was um, fun. Listen, the fans were stu- the fans came out in that crappy weather. They're still cheering. They're still tailgating. Um, you know, like I said, it was tough at the end, but I think – it was a nice little, uh, you know, holiday uh, surprise and, you know, good feeling to have that win uh, on the road. Uh, AFC East versus Belichick. And hopefully, you know, he has that sour taste in his mouth that the last game, if he never coached again, was worth uh, against his uh, rival, the, you know, the team he hates the most. Yeah, you know it's funny with Belichick, Jets fan. There was Jets fans saying, "Oh, he's he's losing on purpose." Like, no matter what the Jets do, it's the wrong thing. Like, oh, Belichick's yeah. a genius. He's losing on purpose, and 
can you, and I asked them, I go, can you not imagine Belichick, what he would be doing if he was winning this game and yeah. how he would react if he won the game? He'd act yeah. like it was freaking Super Bowl 50. They, they come up, got to enjoy this one. Like it, enough with the streak. You know, what's funny is he looked cold. Usually he's, you know, he's, he's like on the sideline. He's got his, you know, sleeveless sweat, uh, you know, cutoff sweatshirt and this and that. He just looked miserable. I he love was it. Freezing his ass. Like maybe he's waiting for a, a warm weather team to open up its uh, vacancy. Uh, someone yeah. asked me how, did I like playing in the snow in eleven years? Uh, playing in Northeast, playing at Buffalo, never played in the snow. I never played in the snow. I'm trying to think about it right now. Um, there was that one big snowstorm game when Curtis Martin ran wild against Pittsburgh. Yeah. I was. I didn't play that one. Were you on the team still? Was that 2004? No, I think I was out for the year with uh, the, the Oh, that might have been 05. That might have been 05. Yep. Uh, that was a monster snowstorm. That's the only one I could think of. Yeah. Uh, um, Devontae while we're waiting here, What's that? I was going to say, everyone, rate and review us at iTunes. Share this video. All that good stuff. Use uh, discount code 80 at JetsXFactor. Yeah. And uh, we'll wrap it up with some NFL playoff. Two minutes looking at the NFL playoffs. See who Wayne Wayne thinks going to make it through to the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, looking at this line, you Baltimore one seed, Cleveland, Houston. Um, I I'd love to see the Stroud kid do something in Houston. Yeah, he's he's good. impressive. Yeah, Miami, KC, obviously KC, Pitt, Buffalo. I want to see some new teams in it. I'd love to see. Uh, yeah, Houston or, uh, you know. Uh, how about a Cleveland-Detroit you know? Cleveland, Detroit Super Bowl? First Super Bowl for each franchise. Yeah, I care more. Yeah, I care more about, like, I don't, you know, I don't want to see Philly or Tampa. Detroit, you know what I mean? Like you said, Houston, I mean, you know, I, even the Dolphins haven't been, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I'm rooting for Detroit. That's I'm, Yeah, those are my teams. Cleveland and Detroit all the way. And, yeah. There were Jets, most Jets fans could feel that because it, you know, to see a fan base have success like the Eagles with Foles when they won the Super Bowl, yeah, it was very Jets fans could understand it because they went so long they never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, um, now it's different with Philly. I mean, they're a train wreck and they're just, yeah. you know, I don't know what they are. I don't know what Sirianni's doing. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting. A lot of the good teams are coming in terrible. Uh, Philly, KC, Miami. So, so we'll see. We'll see, but we, you know, we'll 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 get back on here. Um, maybe after this week, do something quick. If there's news about the team or hirings or firings or uh, yeah, you know, playoff news. But you know, again, I always say thanks for everybody tuning in this year. Great questions all the time. You know, like, uh, you know, you know, join a join a. What is it? Just oh, subscribe and all that stuff. But yep. uh, you know, it was, a, it was a good year. It's not over yet, but I, I had a lot of fun this year. Yeah, we'll do. Me too. We'll, we'll do a lot. We'll do some betting stuff this uh, month yeah. too, because the betting stuff in January is, is king. Early February for the Super Bowl. So uh, right. we'll dig into that. All right, sounds good, man. Happy Happy New Year to you. A week late. Hey, you too. Hey, listen. As long as it's not April or like a Happy New Year in March or February, it's all good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Till next time. We'll see you.